This is Community Connection on 21 WFMJ. We look at the people and events that make our valley great. Now here's your host, Madonna Chisholm Pinkard. Good day and thank you for tuning in to WFMJ Community Connection, your local link to the very best in community relations, community information, and community news. I'm Madonna Chisholm Pinkard. We've got a great show in store for you today. We're going to celebrate Black History Month. Remember I told you I was going to introduce you to some professionals that are in our area? Well, today we're going to talk with podiatrist Dr. Kwame Williams of NOMS Healthcare. Good morning, Dr. Williams. Good morning, Madonna. How are you? I'm good, thank you. And thank you for for saying yes to me because everybody always kind of has a problem with their feet, but they don't want to say anything, right? Ah, thank you for having me. I look forward to speaking with you and your audience. Well, thank you. Thank you. Well, you know, I did a little bit of homework and I heard about a place that said that race was important regarding foot care. So there's a disparity between whites and blacks and our health foot, our foot health health. Does it even matter? Well, there was a study done by the University of North Carolina School of Medicine that had some very interesting findings about the African-American foot and our health of it. The study followed common foot disorders of individuals from various racial backgrounds over a period of five years. Now here are some of the findings. There were Taylor bunions or bunionettes. They're five times more likely to affect whites than blacks. Okay, I know what a bunion is, but what is a bunionette? (laughs) Well, you know what, I wanna uh, take a couple steps backwards before we answer that question, because I think it's important for you and your audience to know the difference between a disorder and a deformity. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, yeah. Uh, Deformity is an alteration from what's normal, uh, from uh, maybe uh, visually in your anatomy, your bones. That's a deformity. That's not always bad. A disorder is a disruption of the natural process of your body, like diabetes or peripheral vascular disease. And that's bad. So just so you have a deformity does not mean that it's bad. It's oftentimes manageable. But a disorder, that is bad. And there is some correlations between disorders in the African-American community versus other populations. Wow. Okay. We all So get back to your question. Sorry to interrupt you. The bunionette. The bunionette is... Think of it as your fifth toe, your little toe. Ah. And the bunion is your big toe or your great toe. So physicians, we say it's the medial or the inside of your foot is the bunion. Wow. We say the lateral or the outside of your foot is the bunionette. Oh, okay. So that's the difference, whether it's the big toe that is deformed, bunion, or the little toe or the fifth toe that's the form that's the bunionette okay thank you for that clarification because I'll, I'll just be the first to tell you i didn't know i just i was just looking stuff up to find good questions to ask you and to know oh, yeah. you, you know i know what a bunion is because i i think i have one on my foot and and when i come to your office next week in your new office you're going to be able to tell me if it's a bunion or a bunionette <laughs> i could tell you all about it but just because it. you have a bunion just yeah. because you have a bunion, that might not be bad. It could be manageable. Oh. But a bunion with a disorder like diabetes or poor circulation, mm. then that's when you run into a problem. Wow. Okay. Now, Dr. Williams, I'm just going to put it out there. And, you know, I know that diabetes is a, is a, a deal breaker. When it comes down to foot and foot care, whether you're black or white or no matter what, if you have an open sore 
or an open wound regarding circulation, having it taken care of is why you need to see the podiatrist. Am I right? Well, yes. Um, your access to health care largely determines your outcome or your complication rate when you have diabetes. Okay. Now, let, let me just break it down even more. Okay, I don't have diabetes. I'm, I'm a big girl, but I don't have diabetes. But I, mm -hmm. I know of family members, elderly family members who have lost a toe. And matter of fact, my, you know, my granddad-in-law ended up losing his, his leg. So yes. that, it manifests very quickly, but it starts out in the foot. Why in the foot versus anywhere else? Well, it's, uh, there are other parts of your body that are negatively affected by diabetes. Um, in the healthcare industry, we, we often say that a diabetic should always have a good eye doctor, a kidney doctor, and a foot doctor, because those three processes of your body will ultimately be affected. The reason why it affects your foot is because it's a weight-bearing structure of the body. You stand on it. It's far the distance from the heart in your circulation. Uh, it needs to be in a shoe. There's inherent risk for rubbing and abrasions. It's a high traffic area in the foot, far distance from the heart, decreased blood flow, neuropathy, all that spells to a complication with diabetes. Okay. Dr. Kwame Williams, let's let's also inform our viewers about, you know, what we need to do taking steps. You, you know, we are taking steps. We are on our feet every day. You know, we use them to walk. That's just the way it is. But what are some tips that you can give us to make our feet better other than getting a pedicure once a month? <laughs> I'm not the biggest fan of pedicures. No, but why? I do <laughs> Well, because uh Every time I get a consult from an emergency room from a pedicure gone wrong, I kind of foul that in the back of my mind as a reason not to get one if you're diabetic. Uh-oh. 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 <laughs> little tidbit. <laughs> yes. Yes. Little known fact. Oh, okay. However, um, yes, for, but for promoting foot health, you know, there, there are just some basic things that you need to observe. If I go through the top three reasons why I encounter a diabetic complication or almost any other foot complication, it often comes down to three things. It's the circulation to your foot, the arterial blood supply from your heart down to the foot. We have to make sure that that is adequate for healing and in reducing complication rates. You have good, good blood flow, you're off to a good start. The second one is neuropathy. It's a nerve disease where you have uh, a decrease of sensation and motor function, maybe some autonomic or automatic decrease in your nerve um, function, and that predisposes you to, to a lot of risk. But sometimes they're self-inflicted uh, problems. Uh, size and quality of shoe often leads to a lot of complications in my practice. Mm, well, Dr. Williams, I, I will just, you know, I, I've got to come clean, especially when I'm when I'm on the air and people take, I don't know, they take heed in the things that I say. But I think that my feet are as jacked up as they are is because I wore <laughs> bad shoes when I was growing up as I mm -hmm. matriculated through my life. And, you know, I'm not saying that we were poor or that we couldn't afford shoes, but I always got hand me down shoes. I always got my mm -hmm. sister's shoes. I got my sister's coats. I got everything from her. Okay. And <laughs> in, inward, inward aggression. I'm sorry. But, but I got all kinds of shoes from her and they did not fit. 
but I wore them anyway. Mm -hmm. So it made my toes scrunch. I don't know if that's mm -hmm. a word that I could, but scrunch together, but I wore the mm -hmm. shoes. And even though I may have been in pain and a little discomfort, I still wore the shoes because that's what we had. Is that a problem well, wearing Wong shoes? Yes. Yes, Madonna, you know, anecdotally, and even there's evidence-based medicine that suggests that the biggest mistake that we make when it comes to shoes is size. We often trend small, especially for, for women. Gender and social norms, we tend to kind of uh, reward a small shoe size. <laughs> An attractive woman has a small foot. Yeah. Yeah. Someone wants to wear a small shoe with a suit. A too small shoe is a good way to lead to an amputation with a disorder. Wow. If you're going to make a mistake with a shoe, go a little bigger than a little smaller. Okay. All right. More of the information that I found as I was you know, researching, the information that I read said that African-Americans, Blacks, have three times the rate of corns and flat feet than other races. Why is that? Well, that's a loaded question, Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it speaks towards to what we were just talking about, okay. size of shoes and some of the social stigma involved with, with that. But a lot of times I find them to be social problems inherently in the minority community in general. Sometimes these things are linked to income, education, mm -hmm. housing. Mm -hmm access to nutritious food. There are food deserts in communities, access to healthcare, bus lines, transportations, that sorts of thing. So you have that in one pot. That person is the one who is more predisposed to pre-ulcerative lesions, calluses, corns, complications, infection rates, amputation rates. That's how it is linked to the minority community. It's often social. Mm. Dr. Kwame, you, you've touched, I mean, you've touched something that I think, matter of fact, I know many of us are going to relate to. You, you know, we know about yes. those shoes that are too small and they were so cute and you wanted to just put them on. <laughs> we, we know. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry, women. We know. We know. And then also, like I said, I love going to get a pedicure. I mean, it's very relaxing. I love it. But I have seen and heard some horror stories of people that a pedicure d gone wrong, you, you know, and they have to go to someone like you to a podiatrist to fix it and then to treat it. So we know what we're doing wrong, but sometimes it takes a, a mental change. What would you suggest? Well, Madonna, let us? me tell you this. Yes, please. Let me tell you this. I love the cucumber water. I love the music. <laughs> I love the massage. I love the ambiance. But when it comes down to the procedural part of a pedicure, digging into skin, trimming sensitive areas of toes, creating pain, creating bleeding, mm. that's not what you want out of your pedicure. That person doesn't have medical malpractice insurance. There's no liability in or accountability in a pedicure. To get into the procedural part of what you need done, you better find a podiatrist. Mm. Okay. Well, well, that answers the question, right? right? I'll say. Well, Dr. Kwame, we're about halfway through the show now. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, let's talk about some more things and our feet. There's the information on your screen for Dr. Kwame. We're going to take a quick break. We will be right back with Dr. Kwame Williams.
Welcome back to WFMJ Community Connection. Continuing our discussion with Dr. Kwame Williams, who is a podiatrist on our foot health. Dr. Kwame, is your favorite day of the week a Saturday? It happens to be so. Madonna. It is. <laughs> Were you yes. born on a Saturday? Yes. I was. Uh, in, <laughs> but yes, I was born on Saturday. But um, I, I, I'm a namesake. Uh -huh. My father, he took a liking to Kwame Nkrumah, the president uh -huh. of Ghana in the 70s. Yes. And uh, yeah, introduced ideas of uh, Af African diaspora and independence and revolution. You know, my dad kind of took a, he, he, he really liked the way that sound whenever I was born. And since it was a Saturday, wow. it was a coincidence and it was a perfect marriage between uh, naming myself Kwame. Wow. Wow. Well, you know, my, my family roots come from Togo which is right next uh -oh. to Ghana. So uh -oh. my uh -oh. folks there are from go. this. So Kwame means a boy that was named on Saturday. Akosala yes, is, a, is a daughter mm -hmm. named on Sunday, but my name is Madonna. Yes. Who, who knows? Yes. <laughs> but, but let's talk a little bit more about that diabetic foot. Why is it so hard though to heal a wound in a diabetic foot? Why is that like such a, a tough thing to do? And why does it progress so badly like it does? Well, because there are multiple reasons why a wound exists. It's multifactorial. So there's multiple solutions that need to be addressed all at the same time. The biggest one is circulation. You need to have blood flow to heal anything. And oftentimes in a foot that can be a challenge just from where it's located in the body to an underlying systemic disorder. You need good nerve health. You need to have a good shoe. Oftentimes there are other bony prominences underlying bone deformity, which we mentioned before, linked with a disorder becomes a problem. There is an idea with foot wounds of the concept of offloading, distributing the weight-bearing forces around a wound. All of these things need to happen in conjunction in order to heal a diabetic wound. Oftentimes, all of those targets we don't hit. Wow. Okay. And, and that, that's very, that's, that's a good explanation. And I understand it because when you lie down at night, sometimes your feet are, you know, below and, you know, you can get swollen ankles, but that's because the circulation isn't good. Is there anything you would suggest for us to have better circulation in our feet? Well, to answer that question, you need to understand the word circulation. Hmm. Circulation means circle things come down and they must go back up. The arterial flow to the foot is from your heart down, but there's an often overlooked part of circulation and that's the blood flow from the foot back up to the heart, the venous flow. You need both to have good circulation. The one that we can impact best is your venous return. If you have swelling or inflammation in a leg or a wound, there's no way you're going to heal that. Without swelling, your chances are good. To decrease your swelling, Compression is the first way to start. A compression stocking, compression hose, compressive dressing is your first way to decrease swelling. If you combine that with elevation and activation and activity, then you can decrease your swelling and improve your circulation in general to your foot. Wow. Okay. Even more information that, that I didn't know. But it, again, it's good for my audience to hear that because on occasion, because of, you know, various medications that I use, I've had swollen ankles and, you know, I, I just wondered, you know, well, what's going on there? But, it, you know, I, 
overlook it, you, you know, say, oh, I'll talk to the doctor when I get there. You know, we kind of like pass things by and we shouldn't do that. We should really take it seriously because it can cause a problem later. It, it really can. Dr. Kwame, what got you interested in feet? Oh, well, that's a good story. Um, I'm an ex-college athlete. I uh, did my undergraduate studies at Brown University in Providence, Rhode Island. Oh. I was a football player. I was a track runner. I've had a total of four knee surgeries, oh. two reconstructions, ACL scopes, uh, you name it. I've had it, back injuries, neck injuries. But the worst thing about my college athletic experience were, were my feet. Oh. I needed my feet. My feet hurt. I needed, I knew how to place my foot on the ground to run fast. After every surgery, I talked to my surgeon and said, well, what about my foot? What am I going to do about my foot? And the surgeon would say, what's wrong with your foot? Why do you need your foot? And I would say, have you ever had 100 yards and three touchdowns in a game? <laughs> you need your foot. There was never a good answer. I was in anatomy class. I would sneak off and I would grab a foot. I would start looking at tendons and bones and I would identify structures. And I knew there was a void in medicine between uh, foot health. Uh, and I wanted to fill that void. And so sports medicine and my bad foot led me to podiatry. I treat what comes in my door. I see a lot of diabetes and disease and arterial um, decrease in wounds. But my passion is in sports medicine and not what, what led me into the industry. Wow. Well, I guess you would know, you, you know, being an athlete, you know, having, you know, running 100 yards and doing all of that. I guess that would create an interest on your behalf to make sure that your feet were doing for you what you needed them to do. That's awesome. Yes, yes. That's awesome. I can relate. I have a bad foot, too. I've got two of them. Uh, <laughs> well, have you ever seen a perfect foot? Not a per but a darn near perfect foot. What is what is that? Does it exist? I don't like to think of it in that terms. Um, I don't like to use perfect. I sometimes don't like to use the word abnormal mm -hmm. uh, with my patients. Um, I think it's what you have. You okay. have to work with what you have. You have to play the hand of the cards that you're dealt. Mm. You can have a bad foot and you can still win that game if you mm. play your cards right. There are a lot of things that are manageable with what they call a bad foot. And sometimes what you see as a perfect foot, if there's an underlying disorder, then that foot can end up being amputated as well. So I think a lot of these things are manageable. And I like to steer away from words like perfect or normal. And I try to get more towards managing and getting the best out of what you have in your health. Wow, that's really good. Again, more good information and a good story to go along with it. You know, there, there is oh. nothing that's perfect, really. There isn't. Now, when we talk about your, your patient clientele and, and what you get into, you see the old, you see the young. You, you have across the board, correct? I guess I do. I have multiple locations. I uh, practiced uh, in Boardman, um, south of the city, and I see pathology and conditions that are related to that um, cross-section of people, uh, more primary care, uh, weekend warriors, athletes, lacerations, things like that. I also have a practice uh, in uh, around down, downtown Youngstown. It's in a, um, an urban area. Uh, it's on a bus line. Uh, it's near hospital. So in that practice, I see infection, amputation, gangrene, um, things of that uh, nature. So my uh, my practice sort of reflects 
the location are. Well, I, that leads me into the next portion that I wanted to talk about. You've got a new location on Belmont Avenue, 20, excuse me, 1201 on Belmont Avenue, which is, like you said, right across the street from St. Elizabeth Hospital. What made you move into the inner city, sir? Well, you know, um, it's familiar to me. Uh, oh. That's where um, I grew up. I, it's in Pittsburgh, but uh, it's where I grew up. But it looks and feels and um, kind of has the same pathology here in Youngstown the same way. So it's comfortable to me. Um, I like to be uh, in the middle of the community that, uh, that uh, I treat. Um, it's sort of like the concept of what we talked about of a food desert in the mm -hmm. middle of an urban area. I feel as though if um, there's a presence in that area for access to healthcare, then you could better serve the community. And so to be closer to downtown, closer to a hospital and more centrally located in an urban area, I feel I can give more direct access to the community. And you will, you will, because like you said, you are on the bus line too. Where the bus goes, it goes directly in front of your new office that will be right there on the north side, which is phenomenal. And it is beautiful. It's a beautiful place. It's very new. Um, yes. We have a good relationship with ownership and uh, we're looking forward to uh, getting open and getting started. Uh, we start February 1st, um, which is next week. We are ready to go. The movers and the builders are in there. We are doing the finishing touches. Uh, everything's ready to go. I'm very excited. Well, I'm excited too because my appointment is on February the 4th. I can't wait. I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. I looked on my schedule. I said, look, there's Madonna. Yes, I uh -oh. can't wait. Gotta, I can't wait. We got to get to it. We got to fix that foot. Yes, definitely. And and wait, you'll see how many problems I have. You you know, I don't want to uh -oh. tell the public, but they know I'm I'm an I'm an issue. I've got trouble. Trouble should be my middle name. I don't know. I guess so. But I'm looking forward to coming into your new organization, your new place, and and seeing all the great things that you're going to do. And and again, for our community, again, you're smack dab in the middle of the urban community, which is a plus. Again, on the bus line. So if somebody says, you know, I live on you know on the west side. You can catch the bus downtown, transfer up, and go right up Belmont Avenue, and boom, you're right there at your new location. And there is, for my viewers, I have a nice little graphic there that says where you're located. And Dr. Kwame, I'm, I know that you're very excited about being in a new place and new, new digs and new environment and all brand new. That's also great. It's, oh, I'm very excited about it. Gnomes, ankle, and foot care. We are ready to provide access for healthcare to the community in the urban area, and uh, it's an exciting time for me. Well, I think so, too. And like I said, I inquired about you because I knew of, um, of a former podiatrist, unfortunately, that left the area. So, you know, I contacted my friend, Terrell Vidal, and he said, Madonna, I have a new podiatrist that's coming right in your area. And I said, uh-uh. And he says, yeah. And I said, well, put me in touch with him. And then furthermore, do you think he might want to come on my show and talk about feet? And he says, Madonna, I'll ask him. But, you know, but every time I meet somebody new, Dr. Kwame, I want them to come on Community Connection and talk about all the great things that they do and what's beneficial for this community. And so you said yes. So I'm thrilled. I'm just excited about it. Divine intervention. Yes, that's exactly it. That's and then of yes. course Terrell Vidal. I mean, what more could you ask for? You know, he's such a great connected brother. I love him so much. Now, Dr. Kwame, as he's we wrap up the interview, I want to say yes. if you have anything that you want to say to our community, what would what would it be? 
I would say take your health care seriously, especially in these times. Uh, there's no better time than to address what's really important, I think, uh, in the middle of a pandemic and what's going on economically, politically, socially. This is the best time to address what's really important and discard what is not. Start with your health. Manage your problems. There is no situation that's perfect. But if you pay attention and you address those issues, then those problems will not lead to complication. Address your health. Now is the time. And you know what? You you touched on a really a really good thing there. What are some signs? If somebody noticed something, are there any warning signs that they signs that they should know before they would come to you or what make them call you? Pain is a good start. <laughs> Things should not hurt. Mm -hmm. Things should not hurt. But you have to use your eyes and ears. But you have to use your other senses too. Use your hands. Use your fingers. Feel your feet. Feel your skin. Walk on them. If something's different, you inherently know. Your body often tells you if there's disease, if there's a problem, listen to it. Use your senses. Use your nose. Mm. Use your ears. If it doesn't smell good, if it doesn't sound right, if it doesn't feel good, obviously, if it doesn't look good, call your doctor. Call me. We'll take care of it. Dr. Kwame, again, great suggestion and great information. I am, again, so glad that you said yes, that you decided to join me this morning and to talk about this. And again, it makes a good impact on, to me, American history or black history, because you're making a black history moment, literally, in our community. You're new, and we want to know more about you. And I'm going to tell folks all about your location and make sure that we Pump you up. I'm going to make sure that I do that, sir. Thank you, Madonna. I appreciate it. I, I really, really appreciate the opportunity to speak with you and to your audience. Thank you very much, sir. I appreciate you more than you know. And I will be in touch. That's for darn sure. I'll see you next week. Yes, I can't wait. And that was Dr. Kwame Williams with NOMS Health, Foot, Foot Health Care. And again, He's new in the community, in the, in the inner city. And I want to make sure that you go. Your feet are important. They're what carry you around. And of course, that's what's, that's what's important to us. We want to be healthy and we want to stay healthy. So again, make sure that you visit Dr. Kwame or give him a call. And remember, everybody, a positive attitude can indeed make anything happen for anybody. And when you are out and about, whether it is a long trip or a short trip, wear your seatbelt. And in this pandemic, make sure that you mask up, wash those hands, and keep a distance from everybody so that you don't carry or spread that COVID-19. Hope to see you next week where we talk about more exciting things right here on WFMJ Community Connection. We'll see you next week. <laughs>